interesting because after four years you know you start with so much vision sure and you know excitement for the future it's just this idea yeah and recently I mean the whole world's been through <laughs> the ringer and uh, <laughs> yeah things have changed but I, I would say that there's just as much vision a hundred percent I yeah. mean we're excited for church online hey yeah and for our online campus you know, it's not something that I thought we would be doing when we started out. No. You know, focusing so much on uh, so, focusing so much on online, but really, I mean, the reach has limitless possibilities. Well, I, like, like, look, we spend lots of time online ourselves. Yeah, all people we know spend lots of time online themselves, and although it's like, hey, we still want to get together as a church in person. We believe in the power of that. Yeah. We also see the opportunity and the potential in reaching people in the digital space. It's pretty cool. Yeah. And so, and I'm excited, dude. I'm excited for what we're doing right now. Yeah. This new version, this new season of doing church online and what we're presenting, and it's pretty exciting. I'm excited about this next season. Yeah. Are Same. you excited? 
I'm excited. I think that the kingdom of God is all about expansion. Yeah, yeah. You know, go make disciples. Yeah. And if there was ever a question of whether or not the church is able to expand in this season, I mean, it shouldn't even be a question. No. We have an opportunity to expand like never before. We've got people watching right now all over the world. Yeah. Right now as they are wondering, what, wait, what's going on with our online church right now? <laughs> uh, I mean, there's people that they don't even realize that they're going to be a part of establishing a group where they find themselves. Yeah. That's going to be called Slate Church. Yeah, and that's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, it's a wild thought. And it's it's amazing. Like right now, we're meeting. Uh, we've got watch parties happening right yeah. now. We've got uh, we've got people watching in their home. We've yeah. got people watching on demand. We've yeah. got people, like you said, all over the world yeah. who are tuning in to what God is doing in and through Slate Church. Yeah. And that's an amazing thing. It's been so cool to see people um, connect with us as a church and to see them grow in all that God has for them in the potential that God has placed on their life and just seeing them take steps forward in that is unreal, man. It's yeah. it's a cool thing. Like these last six months, been insane, been yeah. wild. You know, you don't learn that uh, at all as a pastor before you start a church. I don't teach this in Bible you, college. You don't, you don't <laughs> learn that at all. But, you know, one thing that I thought cool was cool was with our worship nights coming in and meeting people serving on team in our church yeah. that started attending our church. That's online. right. It's pretty sweet. Well, I mean, there's always this question. The best way to get in, you know, make sure that you're committed to a church is get involved. And the yeah, question yeah. comes, well, how in an online season do you get involved? Yeah. And I think, you know, examples like that just show there are so many different ways. It's just about saying, hey, I'm open, I'm available. Yeah. I want God to use me. Yeah. And the truth is, is that this uh, this new season for our church, it's exciting because um, not only is there increased opportunity to get involved, there's increased opportunity for impact. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I mean, that's pretty exciting. Well, hello, everyone. Welcome to our new Slate studio. We're so excited to be joining us today. This is our fall kickoff and the launch of our online campus. As Pastor Victoria said, we are so glad you decided to tune in today to watch, to lean in wherever you are. For those of you who don't know who we are, my name's Emma Richardson. I'm one of the lead pastors here. And listen, we're all lead pastors here. This is my husband, Brandon, and Luke and Victoria Vetker. And we just love that you have decided today to take the time to see what God would have for you in your life, in the life of people around you. Listen, we firmly believe that your life can be changed today. You know, we want to invite you right now. If you know somebody and you're like, hey, they really need to be uh, tuning into this. They need to be watching this. Why don't you invite them right now? There's an invite button that pops up in the chat. Why don't you click that? Why don't you text somebody that you know needs to know what's going on here at Slate Church and invite them to join in. We also have a connect card available to you. There's a button again in the chat, or you can go to slatechurch.com slash connect card. Make sure you get connected. If you want to get involved in anything going on here, if you want to know more about Slate Church, we would love to connect with you. So make sure you are doing that today. But hey, why don't we just lean in right now, get ourselves ready for what God is going to do. We are launching into a great new season, and today is just the beginning. So here, here, church, why don't we worship together today? Hey, come on, church, why don't we stand up wherever you find yourself today. We're going to lift our voice and sing. We're going to raise our hands and worship our God today. So whether you're alone or whether you're with somebody at a watch party, why don't we worship together today? Come on, lift your voice and sing. Singing There's a song 
And it calls the heart to life It's an anthem in the making Can you feel it start to rise? Can you hear the generations Getting louder over time? Every son and every daughter Singing out into the night It's not time to be silent Don't you dare hide your light There's a world outside your window So don't let it pass you by Lift your hands to the heavens Lift your voice to the skies Praise the Lord of all creation Let His name be lifted high We're singing
a world outside your window so don't let it pass lift your hands lift your hands to the heavens lift your voice to the sky praise the lord of all creation let his name be lifted high church what an incredible God we serve what an opportunity that we have today to worship together whether you're at home or whether you're at a watch party hey look we take time in all of our services to read out some of the praise reports that have come in from our community in this past week so I got some on my phone here for us today someone is thankful for the ability to attend attend school even though it's online what a great attitude that is someone else is thankful that even in the midst of everything that's going on in the world they have a sense of peace God's doing incredible things in people's lives. And hey, as much as we celebrate God for all the things that he's doing and and praise him for what he's done, we also want to pray for some of the needs that have come in over this past week. So we're praying this week that someone would have a Christ-centered relationship. What an incredible prayer. We're also praying for someone's close friend and family who lost their grandmother recently to cancer. Come on, there are many needs in our church. This is just a few. But hey, if you feel comfortable today, why don't you reach a hand towards the screen as we pray? Because we're going to pray over these and believe that God is going to move mightily in each of these situations. And listen, if you've got a need of your own today that you're feeling, why don't you lift your hand? And maybe it wasn't read there. Maybe that wasn't you. But if you've got something going on, we want to pray for you too. So with hands lifted to the screen and with hearts ready with expectation, why don't we pray together? Jesus, we love you. We thank you so much for what you're doing, God, in each of these individuals' lives and in our church. Lord, we worship you. We lift up your name in praise today, God, and we thank you that we can give each of these needs to you, knowing that you are mighty to save, God, that you are moving in each of them. And God, I pray that you would work a miracle in these situations. We love you, Jesus, and we thank you. And we ask all of this in your mighty name. And everybody said, amen, amen. Hey, we're gonna continue to worship church, so why don't we again press into the presence of God wherever you find yourself today. Come on, church, with one voice, we're going to sing, Come Holy Spirit. Come Holy Spirit, rain down on me. Break open the heavens and drench the unseen. Pour out your presence as I pour out your Holy Spirit, Lord, have your way as I worship your majesty. I worship your holy name, Jesus, my everything. All that I am is yours. I worship your Worship your holy name, Jesus, my everything. All that I am is yours. Holy eyes, yours. Lord, sin revival. Lord, sin did now.
into the presence of God, church. This is holy. This is holy ground. Oh, you are holy. You are holy, God. Oh, this is holy. This is holy. we just want to thank you for what you're doing in our church. God, we just want to thank you for who you are and that you are still on the move in Kitchener, Waterloo. We want to thank you right now through the launch of our online campus that you are in, uh, on the move, not only in where we were, but all over the world right now as people tune in and they reach out and they experience your presence. God, we want to lean into all of that. Jesus, we are so thankful. We're so thankful to be where we are today with dreams of the future and, and believing for the best, that the best is still yet to come. Jesus, we're so thankful. In Jesus' name, amen, amen. Church, isn't this incredible? Just last week, if you're tuning in for your first time this week, you need to go back and watch last week's uh, version of what we were doing. 
there's been a little bit of an upgrade. I don't know if you can tell, but we aren't in the office anymore doing our online church. With the launch of an online campus, God has been so generous. We're so thankful as a church for everything that's happening right now. We've got people on the other side of this camera. We have people on the other side of this camera. We've got people on another other side of another camera. God is doing some incredible things through our church right now. You know, there's a verse when we talk about giving that often we bring up, and it's out of Proverbs chapter 11, verse 24. You've probably heard it if you've tuned into Slate Church any amount before, but it says, the world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. Can I just say that for a lot of us today, it's because of your generosity that all of a sudden your church world just got a little bit larger. You know, it's because of your generosity, we're actually able to build a studio like the one I'm standing in right now to be able to reach people all over the world with dreams of what God's gonna do through people watching, through the watch parties, through extension services that are gonna get launched because of what we're doing right now and people that are tuning in to what God's gonna do through our, our, our church all in the future. We wanna thank everybody who has given in the past to bring us to this moment because this moment is only possible because of your generosity. Listen, the one that was generous first was God. He's the one that's given us everything that we've got. And we wanna thank him today that we get to actually do this. We wanna thank him today for the breath in our lungs. We wanna thank him for all of that. And right now is our opportunity to turn back to him and give back out of what, that which he's given to us. I wanna encourage you right now in just a moment, there's gonna be some ways that pop up on the screen for you to give. I wanna encourage you to give in one of these ways. You can text a tithe. You can uh, give online. You can set up um, automatic monthly giving. That, that's also an option. We would love for you to do that because this is only the beginning of where God's taking us. If you're watching at a watch party right now, hey, it's only the beginning. If you're watching it with a group of people, it's only the beginning. Hey, you're watching by yourself right now. You need to know you're not alone. This is only the beginning. Let's make sure that we are generous today with what God's given us today, church. I'm gonna pray over what's being given right now. Jesus, we thank you so much for what you're doing in our church. We wanna thank you, God, that uh, right now we have the opportunity to give back out of what you've given us. God, so often in my life, I get something and I just wanna hold it tight. But God, in my life, it's because of some of the generosity I've done that I get to stand right here in this studio. I wanna thank you for everybody that's giving right now, God. I pray that you would prompt hearts in Jesus' name. We pray this. Amen. 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 Well, church, we've got a lot of exciting things coming up. I mean, we just launched an online campus today. So if you haven't followed us on social media, Slate Church uh, on social media, you need to do that. But actually, we just started a new social media handle for our online campus. You can go to Slate Church online on all social media, and you can actually follow us there as we get that going. And in fact, something really cool is happening right now. If you go onto the Slate Church online Instagram or Facebook, and you tag three friends, you uh, follow both of the pages, we're actually giving away a home entertainment system right now. Now, this isn't meant to be hokey. This is li literally to say like, hey, while some of you are quarantined at home, uh, whether that's in Ontario, across Canada, or around the world, why don't you just enjoy it in style? We're gonna be giving away a flat screen TV and a sound bar uh, so that you can make use of that on Sundays as you tune in to all that God's doing through our church. So make sure you follow that online. We also want to let you know a bunch of other really cool stuff happening. If you find yourself in the Waterloo region, this coming uh, Saturday, October 
3rd. We're doing a serve day across the city. So if you find yourself in the Waterloo region, you're going to want to sign up for this at slatechurch.com slash cityimpact. We're partnering with some of the organizations that we have partnered with for a long time. A Better Tent City, the Food Bank, as well as some of the neighborhoods that we actually uh, partner with week in and week out. And you can sign up for that on October 3rd as we get involved, all of us, across the city here in Waterloo. Listen, there's a lot more for, of us, for a lot of us that call uh, the online campus our, our, our main campus. And if that's you, hey, um, we want you to know that L Night is actually coming up. And L Night is going to be on October 23rd. What you can do is register, register for that at lconference.com. And you can actually register, and you'll receive the link for that night. And we're going to go live with, uh, with uh, Pastor Victoria and Pastor Emma as we celebrate all across the city in Waterloo and all across the world through Slate Church Online as we begin to celebrate what God's doing through the women in our church and what he has for us next. Finally, I just want to let you know that Slate School is starting back up. We're going on a term-based semester here. So as you know, we're not just doing it through the summer. We're actually doing it all throughout the year. That registration is opening right now. You need to go to slatechurch.com slash slate school. And this term we are offering, a theology boot camp, because that was highly uh, asked for in this past, uh, past term. And we are actually also doing a financial freedom course. If you want more inf information about that, make sure you're going to slatechurch.com slash slate school, all right? Well, hey, listen, this past week, Pastor Jared, one of our pastors here at Slate Church, had a chance to sit down with somebody who's on our muscle team at Slate Church, and they had an excellent conversation. Why don't you check it out? Hey, Michaela, thanks for taking some time to jump on here to talk. Hey, Pastor Jared. Yeah, this is such a cool opportunity. Thanks for having me today. You know, usually we just do this over Zoom, but uh, hey, why don't we just go into the studio? Actually, yeah, that sounds like a really good idea. I'll meet you there. cool is this that we can actually do this in person as opposed to doing it uh, over Zoom. That's pretty great. Hey church, uh, so good to see you today. Hey, we've got Michaela with us and we're actually going to talk a little bit about her testimony and her story. So hey, why don't you tell us a, a little bit about yourself? Yeah, so my name is Michaela. Um, I find myself in Waterloo because I just go to school here, started three years ago, um, and actually just celebrated my third year anniversary at Slate, which is really cool. So just walked in their doors on their launch weekend and just found my home. So happy birthday to Slate, happy anniversary to me. Uh, it's been awesome. That's great. What, what's your, um, what's your like, season through COVID been like? Have you had like a, a good, everybody's had a bit of a different experience. What has yours been like over the past, you know, six to eight months or however long it's been since, uh, since March? Yeah, honestly, God's been so faithful to me through this entire season. Um, at the beginning of kind of quarantine and when we were kind of locked down, I really found myself spiritually undisciplined, just not finding myself, you know, in church every week in person like I normally would. I wasn't leaning into our Sunday services. I kind of stopped, you know, engaging in our team stuff that we would do over Zoom and everything. And uh, just found myself very distant or feeling very distant from God. Um, but the great thing about God is he doesn't leave us in that place. And he certainly didn't leave me in that place either. Um, and it was really cool. Our uh, muscle team would do these weekly Bible studies. And we would have Zoom calls at the end of the week just to go over it and spend that time in community and encourage one another from what we learned and read. And uh, there's one week where one of the days asked a question at the end. And it asked, like, what it meant to me to be a child of God. 
and I just had a really hard time answering that. I remember I like put my right. laptop away. I'm like, I'm not dealing with this. I'm going to bed. Um, right, I didn't right. want to confront that. I didn't have a good answer for that at the yeah. moment. And then this question came up in our Zoom call together and mic off, camera off. I'm like, I'm not listening. Right. Like I can't do this. I didn't have, you know, hearing all these great things that people were saying and feeling yeah. so distant from what they were experiencing, but also just from God, I just kind of mm. shut down. But again, God didn't leave me there. And um, yeah. actually that night, I just really leaned in and his Holy Spirit was just so present. And I'm actually, you know, if you want a real like story from my life, yeah. I actually wrote down everything that I went through that night. And yeah, I just yeah, want yeah. to share that today if you want, you know, absolutely real, raw, authentic. This <laughs> yeah, is from <laughs> May 17th, 2020 at 1.45 a.m. <laughs> uh, and I just wrote, so I found myself spiritually undisciplined. I wasn't in God's word. I wasn't praying or living out each moment of my day with him. And I wasn't doing anything to grow my relationship with God. I felt as though I was spiritually burnt out. And the more God was presented before me, the more closed off I got. But I know that my spirit only feels burnt out if I'm not fueling it. And like, I really wasn't. Um, and when I read the question of what does being a child of God mean to me, the words that came to mind were like, a disappointment, a failure, imperfect, less, wow. unworthy, undeserving, and like a mistake. Wow. And I really was like not ready to deal with that, you know? Um, but you know, sounds coming in here, and you know, this is where they're gonna put in that uplifting music because like it gets good. <laughs> um, and then in our last Zoom call, I'm having the struggle with these things and was feeling like I couldn't reach out to God because it truly had been a hot minute since I talked to him. Right. And then someone said something about having like a vulnerable relationship with God. And I'm staring at this plan on my laptop about what it means to be forgiven and free. And all I can think of is how no matter what I've done in my life, I always knew I could go to my earthly dad and I could tell him where I was without worry of being judged or condemned. Right. But instead I could just like fall into the love and grace that he has for his daughter. Mm. And it just like really hit me like, oh my goodness, that's exactly what it's like with my heavenly father. Wow. And he's just waiting for me to come to talk to him. And I know I can find rest in his love and grace for me. Wow. And like his mercies are new every morning. And that to me is what it feels to be forgiven. And to be free means that like I get to be here and share the perfect love of our God to others. And then God's name, like nothing I've done can chain me back. Wow. So this is where it gets real good. So this is who I am as a child of God. Mm. I'm a daughter of the Most High. Wow. I'm found blameless through Him. Come I'm on. so loved. I'm a work of art, constantly being remolded and refined. Wow. I'm made with purpose, and as God's child, I'm so worthy. Come on, that's yeah. incredible. God's so good. Oh my goodness. Yeah, what a, what a powerful testimony of what God's done in your life. I love, mm -hmm. like, even just the, the vulnerability to read the note that you wrote <laughs> in the middle of the night. And it's yeah. incredible, even just the perspective shift that God has given you. Um, really quickly here, just in, in 10 seconds or less, what would you say to somebody that is uh, maybe struggling with some of the things that you were feeling, feeling distant from God or not mm -hmm. knowing what it means to be a child of God? Yeah. If those things are all true for me, they're true for everyone else. We're all God's children. And if anyone who's like listening to this is like feeling similar, I'd just say like keep on leaning in. God's not done with you. He's never done with you. Uh, and just get yourself connected. Get yourself in a connect group. Fill out those cards. Put yourself on a team. I would not be where I am without God using the people wow. from Slate in those groups to just really encourage me. And they haven't let me go. So it's yeah. incredible. Michaela, awesome. thank you so much for uh, being vulnerable, sharing what God has done in your life. I'm excited to see how this encourages other people in our church. Michaela, thank you so much for sharing, opening up, being vulnerable. We're so thankful for your story. 
And you know, this is the story of so many different people here at Slate Church. We're, uh, we're so thankful for what God is doing in our church through this online season. We're so thankful for what he's been doing. You know, sometimes when you got to go into quarantine or anything like that, we sometimes think, well, you know, God can't, do, can't, can't work in these crazy circumstances. Well, I mean, we've got many, many more examples in our church of what God's been doing in seasons just like this. And so, hey, um, if that's you on the other side of this uh, screen right now and you're struggling, just know that there is a hope in that darkness that God wants to move in your circumstances. Well, right now, we have the incredible privilege of hearing from uh, just an incredible guy. I'm so thankful for him. Uh, He's not only um, pastors alongside me, he's my brother-in-law. I absolutely love him. And I know that he's got a message that's going to encourage you. And so without further ado, I want to pass it on to Pastor Luke. Well, hey, church, I am so excited to be able to speak to you today as we launch our online campus. How cool is that? We're so excited for what God is doing, and we're so excited for what God is going to continue to do. So, hey, whether you're watching at one of our watch parties, whether you're watching online, whether you're watching in Waterloo or somewhere else in Ontario, somewhere else in Canada, or somewhere else in the world, we just want to say welcome, and we are so glad that you're here. Hey, why don't we jump right into some scripture? If you're, uh, if you're following along in your Bible today, you can turn with me to the book of Mark, and we're going to read Mark 6, verse 1 to 5. It says this, Jesus left that part of the country and returned with his disciples to Nazareth, his hometown. The next Sabbath, he began teaching in the synagogue, and many who heard him were amazed. They asked, where did he get all this wisdom and power to perform such miracles? Then they scoffed, he's just a carpenter the son of Mary, the brother of James, Joseph, Judas, and Simon, and his sisters live right here among us. They were deeply offended and refused to believe in him. Then Jesus told them, a prophet is honored everywhere except in his own hometown and among his relatives and his own family. And because of their unbelief, he couldn't do any miracles among them except to place his hands on a few sick people and heal them. If you're taking notes today, you can go ahead and you can title this message, Stay Amazed. Go ahead, write that title down, Stay Amazed. And I've also got a subtitle for the message today, all right? Subtitle for the message is, There's a Miracle in Motion. Write that down, Stay Amazed, There's a Miracle in Motion. Hey, why don't you turn to somebody and tell them there's a miracle in motion. If you're at our watch party, let someone know there's a miracle in motion. If you're online, put it in the chat right now. There's a miracle in motion. And why don't we pray together and get into the rest of this message. Jesus, we thank you so much for who you are. We thank you for your goodness. We thank you for your love. We thank you for our online campus and what you're doing today. In your mighty name we pray. And everybody said, amen, amen. Well, hey, I'll never forget the day that I landed in Sydney, Australia, as I moved there when I was 18 years old to go and attend Bible college. I'll never forget the drive from the airport to the place where I was going to go and live. And I'll never forget it because I remember going on the highway and coming around one bend, and all of a sudden right there in front of me was the Sydney Opera House and was the Sydney Harbor Bridge. And it was amazing. I mean, it blew my mind. It was something that I had been anticipating, something that I had been looking forward to. And all of a sudden, it was right there in front of me. It was such an amazing, amazing sight. It really marked a new era in my life. It was incredible. 
But I remember that as time went on for me living in Australia, all of a sudden, what was so amazing to me at one point grew less and less and less amazing to me as I grew more and more complacent with that which used to just blow my mind. In fact, it came to the point where I was doing everything that I could do to actually avoid that area because it was just felt like a tourist trap to me. I didn't want to go near there. The traffic was crazy. And so what once in my life was amazing, very quickly it grew to the point where I was complacent, and what was amazing all of a sudden was a bit annoying to me, to be honest. You know, I wonder when it comes to your relationship with God, does God amaze you? When it comes to your relationship with Jesus, does Jesus amaze you? When it comes to church, are you amazed by what we get to do as a church week in and week out? Is it still amazing to you? I hope that it is. I hope that you are still amazed by what we get to do here week in and week out. Are are you still amazed by the freedom? that comes from knowing Jesus? Are you still amazed by the hope we have in him? Are you amazed by the purpose that your life has in him? Are you amazed by his grace? Hey, we all know the song Amazing Grace, don't we? We've all been there, and I don't know about you, but whenever I sing Amazing Grace, it feels like we're singing that song, not in Slate Church, but other places. It feels like you're singing that song, and nobody is actually all that amazed by his grace. Have you ever been there? You're singing Amazing Grace. It always goes something a little bit like this. This is pretty much the tone. Amazing grace, how sweet. I mean, there's nothing amazing about singing that way. It's like we need to get the joy of the Lord in our hearts, Christians, when we sing about amazing grace. The Bible says thou shalt not kill, not thou shalt not thrill. Can I get an amen? Come on, let's get excited and let's be amazed by the grace of Jesus Christ. You know, I love this passage that we read from the book of Mark just a moment ago where Jesus returns to his hometown and everyone there is so used to him. They saw him grow up. They become complacent with who Jesus is, and they miss the miracle that's in motion right in front of them. You know, it's amazing because one chapter before, Jesus literally raised a dead girl back to life. The chapters that follow this, uh, that, that precede this rather, Jesus is doing miracle after miracle after miracle, and then he goes back to his hometown, and there he does not do miracles. Why? Because of the unbelief, the complacency of the people who live there. Let this be a reminder for us to never take for granted the power of Jesus Christ, to never miss the miracle in motion, that which he wants to do in and through our lives. You know, the moment that you label something as common that was sent to be special, you miss the miracle because you're caught in complacency. Albert Einstein said that there are two ways to live. One, like nothing is a miracle, or two, like everything is a miracle. Hey, I know how I want to live my life. I want to live my life where my heart believes that the impossible is still possible in Jesus' name. I want to live my life knowing that God has moved in the past, that he's still moving in the present, and he's going to continue to move in my future. I really believe he will. I'm not going to neglect the miracle of my future because I'm complacent in my present. A neglected future doesn't go away. It just goes awry. I heard a preacher say once that if people take you for granted, you should actually take that as a compliment. I thought this was interesting. I had to think about it, like, what's going on? Why would that be a compliment? It's a compliment 
because it just speaks to how consistent you are in your life. You know, it, it's amazing because it, it's at that point, you know you're getting good at something because people stop telling you that you're doing a good job. And it sucks to feel that, but the truth is you've just set a new bar. That's just expected of you. So let that be a word of encouragement to somebody who's maybe feeling a little taken for granted. It might just mean that you're so consistent in your life that people just expect greatness out of you. But here's the problem with complacency. If we take something for granted for too long, then we can miss the miracle that's right in front of us. We can miss out on what God wants to do. We need to stay amazed. You know, if Jesus doesn't captivate you anymore, it's not because he lacks anything. Hebrews 1 verse 3 says that he is the radiance of the glory of God and the exact imprint of his nature, and he upholds the universe by word of his power. You know, God has dismantled sin and shame, and he has put the light of his wonder into your heart, and he has sent his spirit to open your eyes to who he is. You know, as one author wrote, for every follower of Jesus, there was a time when he went from interesting to stunning, from intriguing to mouth-stopping, from inspiring to everything. I wonder, is that what you would consider Jesus to be to you today? Stay amazed. Why am I saying all this? What does this actually mean? What, what, what does this mean for us today? Well, the truth is, church, that we've just turned three years old. And about three years in, hey, that's the point where for us, what God is doing, the miracle that is in motion right here at Slate Church, if we're not careful, all of a sudden that miracle can actually start to, we can lose the amazing feeling that we had at the beginning, and it can start to become a little bit annoying to us if we aren't careful. We don't want to miss out on what God is doing. You know, there are actually people in the world that would love for Slate Church to come and set up in their backyard, in their neighborhood. In fact, we get emails about it as lead pastors. There are people saying, hey, would you come? And, and could you plant Slate Church in our city where we are, what we're doing? And for some of us, we've got Slate Church in our backyard in Waterloo Region. And we have it here. But so, so often it's easy for us to take for granted that which is in our backyard. You know, that is, which is in our backyard might just be on somebody else's bucket list. And they're praying for it around the world. And they're just praying to God, send a church, send somebody, send something. And, hey, we've got that right here in our backyard. Let's not take it for granted. And look what God is doing now through church online, through our online campus. Literally, as a church, we can be anywhere in the world. Praise God for that. We are excited for it. But let's not take for granted that which God is doing as we go into this next season in our church. In the middle of a global pandemic, hey, the good news of Jesus that we as Christians bring is more vital than ever before. The world is facing problems and the world is facing obstacles right now, but a problem is just a prerequisite for a miracle. And an obstacle is just an opportunity in disguise. But we got to stay amazed. we got to be amazed by what God is doing and what he wants to do through us. There's a miracle in motion here. How can we stay amazed? I want to give you the two quickest ways to stay amazed that you've ever heard. One, you can stay available. Augustine said that God gives where he finds empty hands. Do you have empty hands that are willing to be filled by God's purpose? Or are your hands completely filled with everything that you have tried to grab control of in your life and there is no room for God to move because you are just trying to, you're saying, I, I don't need God. I'm going to take control and I'm just going to go for it by myself. I want to encourage you today to be available to be used by 
God. Here at Slate Church, be used by God. Be a part of this miracle that God is doing. Slate Church is a miracle in motion, but guess what? Your life is a miracle in motion as well. And Philippians 1 verse 6 says that he who began a good work in you will carry it on to completion until the day of Christ Jesus. Your life is a miracle that God wants to use to advance his kingdom on this earth, to reach people. You are a person who can love people, who can encourage people, who can serve in church. Use your God-given gifts to praise and glorify the name of Jesus. It is so much better than glorifying the name of self. It goes so much further when you release to God that which he has placed into you. Hey, I just want to encourage you. Be available. What does your calendar look like? I bet I could tell a lot about your priorities if I took one look at your calendar. Come on, if, uh, if the time that we're fitting in for time with God is leftover time and we put it on our schedule last, then it shows where our priorities are at. This fall, I want to encourage you, prioritize God. Put him first on the calendar. Be available and just watch how he is going to use you and stay amazed at the miracle that he wants to do in your life. Number two, keep trusting. We got to keep trusting God if we want to keep staying amazed by him. There's a story that I've told before, but I love it. I think it outlines the idea of belief versus trust so well. In the mid-19th century, there was a man named Charles Blondin, and he was a tightrope walker. And uh, he was this tightrope walker, and he was going to walk on a tightrope all the way across Niagara Falls. We've probably been there. We're close to that. We know what it's like. There's no way I would ever walk on a tightrope across Niagara Falls. And this is none of this, like, 2020 kind of tightrope walking where he's actually, like, tied off, right? This is, like, the full-on, he's going, if he falls, uh, hey, I hope that he's ready to do a big cannonball or something because that's a long way down. And so he's going back and forth on this tightrope. There's people gathered on both sides. They're going wild. They're cheering for him. And at one point, he's going back and forth, and he's taking, like, a bunch of things. He's riding a bike across. He's going blindfolded. At one point, he takes a wheelbarrow across. He's taking the wheelbarrow, and he gets to the side, um, probably the American side. You'll see why in a moment. He gets there, and, and, uh, and he says to the crowd, hey, do you believe that, we, that, that, that I can make it back to the other side? Do you believe that I can do it? And the crowd is going crazy. We believe that you can do it. Yeah, we believe that you can do it. And then he took a moment, and he said, all right, who wants to get in the wheelbarrow? Nobody wanted to get in. See, there's a big difference between believing and trusting. Maybe you've been believing in God for a long time. Maybe it's time to start trusting in God, trusting that he's got a purpose for you, trusting that he's got a new step for you in a new season, trusting that he has got great things in store. Church, it's time to get in the wheelbarrow. It's time to step out in faith and trust in God. And by the way, that's what we're doing as a church when it comes to our online campus. We're getting in the wheelbarrow, and we're doing something new. We're doing something new with this online campus. We're not just believing God for it. We are trusting God for it. We're excited for what this is going to mean for us as a church. And I want to encourage you right now, wherever you're tuning in from, don't miss the miracle that's in motion here. Stay amazed by what God is doing. We are taking time. We are, we are launching uh, an online campus. We're utilizing the technology that is available to us to make the name of Jesus known. And by the way, we're just joining a long history of Christians using technology to spread the gospel. In fact, we can see it really started with Pax Romana in the time of Jesus, the time of Paul, Pax Romana, Roman peace, where there was a road system that was established, stable government, common language, common culture that really allowed uh, Christianity to grow from a small group of people to a huge number within just one generation. 
We see that Gutenberg, who invented the printing press in the 1400s, what was the thing that he printed? The Bible. We see Tyndale translating it to English and Luther translating it to German, all of a sudden taking advantage of the technology of that day, and every single person all of a sudden could read the Bible for themselves. We saw church bells that were established in, in, in churches, in villages, and when the bell rang, it didn't just signal to people that it was time for church, but even throughout the services, they would ring the bell, and for anybody who wasn't able to physically show up in person, does that sound familiar? They would ring the bell, and they would know at this moment, moment we are saying the Lord's Prayer and the whole village unified could say it together. In 1939, a man named Theodore Epps started a radio program called Back to the Bible that reached hundreds of thousands of people and is still on air to this day. In 1957, Billy Graham started Worldwide Pictures, and his sermon reached millions of people through TV, and today we are reaching people through the internet, through our online campus. And by the way, as a church, we often talk about venues and how we have a hard time fitting people in our venues. Praise God for that. That's awesome. Guess what? Slate Church now has the biggest venue in the world. It's called the internet, and we're excited for what God is going to do here. And something amazing about the internet, well, radio is awesome and TV is awesome. Those are great channels to get the gospel out there, but the internet is great because there's a sense of community in the internet. With Church Online, it's not just about consuming. It's actually about communing with other people, bringing people into community. You can be a part of that wherever you are, whoever you are tuning in right now. We're thankful that you're joining us at our online campus today for Church Online. So, hey, let's do this, church. Let's get in the wheelbarrow. Let's step out in faith. Let's stay amazed. Let's be a part of this miracle that is in motion, that which God wants to do in our church, that which God wants to do in and through your life. When you're amazed by something, by the way, what are you going to do? You're going to tell other people. When you're amazed by a TV show, what do you do? You say to somebody, have you watched that show? It's amazing. You hear a song, it's an amazing song. Have you heard that song? Have you read that book? It's amazing. Why is it that if we're, not, if we're amazed by God, we're not telling everybody we possibly can? Have you met Jesus? He's amazing. He's changed my life. My life is a miracle. Your life is a miracle. You got to know him. It's amazing how my life has changed. It's amazing what he's doing in me. It's amazing how he has redeemed me. It's amazing how my past has fallen behind. And I got a future and a purpose because God says so. So let's do this. Come on, church. We are excited for what this is going to be. As a church, we are going to bring this message of Jesus to this world, whoever, wherever we possibly can do that, whatever we can do, whether to the famous, to the faceless, to the broken, to the hurting, to the down, to the out, to the burned out, to the forgotten about, from the classroom, to the boardroom, to the factory floor, to the gym, all people across the globe. This is a miracle in motion. Stay amazed. Don't start thinking that you earned what you first received. Every day is a gift. Every breath is a gift. And the Bible says, let everything that has breath, what? Praise the Lord. So come on, if you got breath in your lungs right now, wherever you are, why don't you begin to put your hands together and praise the Lord. Lift up a shout of praise in your living room, in the watch party, wherever you are right now. Praise the Lord. Let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Hey, just to close, I want to pray for two groups of people real quick. If I could have every head bowed and every eye closed wherever you're at. First group of people that I want to pray for is anybody who 
Maybe you never made a decision to follow Jesus. Maybe you don't know it. Friend, I want you to know that your life is a miracle. That you've got a destination. That Jesus has made a way for you. That he loves you. That he died on the cross, but he rose again to set you free from your sin. He has made a way forward. If you want to experience that, if you want to step into freedom in this moment, if you want to, if you want to step into purpose that he has for you in this moment, with every head bowed and with every eye closed, wherever you are, I'm going to count to three, and when I get to three, if that's you, I'm just going to ask you to raise your hand. One, Jesus loves you. Two, he's got a plan for you. Three, if that's you, would you just raise your hand wherever you are? If you're by yourself, if you're with a connect group, if you're at a watch party, wherever you might be, if that's you, just raise your hand wherever you might be. I just want to say a prayer, and I'm just going to have you repeat this prayer after me. And you got to know that this is the best decision you could ever make. And we are excited for you as a church. But why don't you repeat this prayer after me wherever you're at. Dear Jesus, I invite you into my life. I thank you for the way that you've made for me. I thank you for the purpose that you have for me. I love you, Lord. In your name I pray, amen, amen. Come on, can we put our hands together, church, for these decisions? Praise God. We're thankful that you made that decision. Amen. In a moment, Pastor Brandon's going to have some more info for you as to how you can continue on your journey of faith. But just before he does, I want to pray for one more group of people. Again, every head bowed and eye closed. Wherever you might be, if you say, oh, my goodness, I, I need to get amazed again by God. I've just been growing complacent. I've been growing used to it. I've been growing used to church. I've taken it for granted. It's I've just applied, it's commonplace to me. Hey, if you want to be amazed in this moment by what God's going to do in your life in this next season, why don't you raise your hand right now? Father, you see every single hand that is going up all across the world on our online campus. Father, I just pray right now that they would experience your love in a new way, in a fresh way. Jesus, that they would be instilled with purpose, that they would be filled with your spirit, that their cup would overflow. Father, I just pray right now that they would know that they are loved, that they have a purpose in you. We thank you for it, Jesus. Lord, I just pray right now in this moment that they would be amazed at what you're doing in their life. Jesus, that they would be amazed at the miracles that you have in store for them. I thank you for it, and I believe it, Jesus. In your mighty name, I pray. And everybody said, Amen. Come on, let's put our hands together, church. Wherever you are, why don't you jump up to your feet? We're going to worship Jesus together. I worship you. I worship you. You are here, healing every heart. I worship you. I worship you.
We want to thank you, uh, Luke, for just an incredible message and for pouring into us today. Um, what a word for, a, for us to start this new season of Church Online. And obviously, I mean, you guys don't need an introduction. We already introduced ourselves at the beginning. But, uh, you know, we just thought we'd take a moment, one of the new things that we're going to do in this season, to just talk about uh, the message that just happened and how we can actually apply it to our lives. And this is an incredible message. Stay amazed. And uh, I just wonder, what's the biggest part of this message that stood out to you guys? Oh, so many things. I love that uh, stay available and that God gives where he finds empty hands. What do I actually have in my life that I'm holding on to? And to make sure that I'm actually making myself available to God. And also to remember that just because I received something doesn't mean that I've earned it. I think sometimes, especially when we've been a Christian for a long time, sometimes yeah. we actually think that I've earned this because I'm a good person, but actually salvation, I received this. This is a gift. This is a, a miracle in motion, the fact that I actually get to get to be saved. That's amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I think that that whole idea of am I amazed, like am I still amazed yeah. by this is just such an important question to actually come out of here asking ourselves, are we amazed by what God is doing, by what God is doing here at Slate Church, by what God is doing in our lives, by what God has done in the lives of the people around us. Like, it's it's just such a significant question yeah. to ask ourselves. And then I love what Luke gave us, this stay available and trust God are ways that we can actually cultivate that amazement in our lives. I think that's something I'm going to take away from this message for sure. It was that analogy of the story of somebody walking across the tightrope walker going across Niagara Falls that uh, made me realize that week to week I actually have some work to do. And as I say I trust Jesus, the truth is, is I, I don't know if I always do. A stressful situation comes up at work, with the family, the kids, am I right? Hello. <laughs> and uh, the truth is with all that, um, it reminded me that day in and day out, no matter what the season I find myself in, I need to actually trust God. What is one thing this week from Luke's message that you're going to go, you know what, uh, here's, a, here's a situation I want to make sure that I put this into practice this week. Yeah, I think for I think for me it probably is when I'm spending time with the kids of just going, you know, how often is that language of that kind of amazement of God, that trusting God, that sort of thing, how often is that 
on my lips? How often is that something that we're talking about? Yeah. And, you know, I noticed uh, I started doing that a little bit last week. And obviously, after this message, I plan on doing that a lot more. And it's incredible how that translates into our kids' lives. Uh, because just today, Kenzie was digging a hole, and she she was like, uh, uh, she's like, I am so strong because God <laughs> made me strong. God so God good. is allowing me come to on, dig this hole. On. So Kenzie. it's just cool how when we actually adopt that language, yeah. I mean, kids are sponges, but so are the people around us. They're just better at hiding it. So, so I think as we adopt that language in our lives, if we're amazed and we're trusting God and, and we see it yeah. um, and we talk about it, other people are going to go, wow, something's different yeah. there. It's not that status quo. They're not growing complacent with who we are it's it's something's different there and I want some of that in my own yeah. life I think it's that all the everyday things that we do the everyday relationships with your spouse with your kids co-workers uh, there's so many things right now that look quite different but are we still actually staying amazed with the fact that we have technology my family in Sweden I get to FaceTime them that's amazing it actually makes me feel so much closer so all of, all of these everyday things am I actually pausing and actually staying amazed by the fact that we have so many things to actually be thankful for and actually asking God to help us to stay amazed. Come on. This week, stay amazed. We want to encourage you, no matter where you find yourself, no matter what you're doing this week, it's an opportunity to stay amazed. You know, if you made a decision just a moment ago to follow Jesus, we want to encourage you. Something really simple that you're able to do is actually to just fill out an online connect card. If you go to slatechurch.com, I I believe if you just go there, you'll find an online connect card, and you'll be able to check off, I want to learn more about Jesus. This is an incredible way for you to make sure that this isn't just a moment for you, but you can stay amazed in your own walk with Jesus. The other thing that we need to make sure that we're doing, hey, um, you know, this was awesome, and this is a bit of a debrief from the message, but uh, this happens every single week in connect groups. Make sure that you find yourself in a connect group. And if you don't and you're like, well, I'm not in the Waterloo region, we just launched an online campus today. So no matter where you find yourself in the world watching right now, there is a connect group for you. And don't worry, when, when Waterloo goes back to in person, online campus stays. So no matter when you get involved in a connect group, you're going to be able to stay connected with those people. We want to thank you, church, for tuning in today. What an incredible Sunday. It's been a awesome time together. We can't wait to do this again next week. Truthfully, with this new studio, we might just actually stay here because uh, it's awesome, although we do have... No kids wake us up here. (laughs) So we'll just sleep here all week. That's true. Church, we love you. We'll see you next week. All throughout the week, make sure you're following us online at Slate Church on all social media or our new online campus, Slate Church, Slate Church Online. Love you, church. Hey, Kenzie, how's it going? Good, 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 good,
Thank <laughs> you.